This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 335 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by the United States Para Equestrian Association. This is Lindsay McCall from Jupiter, Florida. And this is Eleanor Brimmer from Wellington, Florida. And you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Coming up on today's show, we, have, we welcome guests Rebecca Hart and Todd Fletcher. So, well, it looks like we have our national championship coming up. What are you doing to get prepared? Um, well, I had a little adventure to Home Depot today, buying new trunks. A um, little scary on a holiday, uh, but I managed to navigate the parking lot all right. And uh, I'm just kind of packing and organizing. And actually, um, Becca Hart, our guest, uh, um, our horses are going to be traveling down to Texas together. Um, so that'll be really nice. And I'm kind of working on recruiting um, a groom. I think I've got somebody lined up. And actually, uh, it'll be nice. My mom, who's a jumper rider, is going to take some time off of her schedule to come down and watch as well. Um, so it'll be really good. Oh, that's wonderful. That'll be a, a nice little family event. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it will be really fun. I've and I, I've never been. Um, I've been to Texas before, but I've never taken a horse or shown. And I, I hear the KD facility is uh, wonderful. So I'm very excited to kind of go to a new venue and check it out. And because of the long distance, we want our horses to be uh well rested so I'll actually be down about nine or ten days um so it'll be a little bit like a working vacation um so it'll be quite it'll be quite the adventure I'm looking forward to it for sure yeah the facilities are great um you can actually take your horses from the stables and you're under shade the entire time and then you ride in the in the nice covered large arena so it'll be an exciting event for everybody. I know we also have a show at the same time that week, a CPEDI, and uh, I look forward to seeing all the different new riders and some of the past riders and um, getting ready for Rio coming up in the next year. Yeah, you know, it'll be certainly an adventure to kind of, it's so exciting to see so many new combinations, and it's been a while since we've had everybody together all in one place. Um, so it'll be real interesting to see how everything shakes out. And then uh, definitely it'll help us make a plan for the two um, required CPEDIs we have to do in uh, January in Florida. So it'll be a good trip. Now, did anybody realize they planned it over Halloween? So you guys are going to have to dress up in costume, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> could make a, too bad the freestyles are on Sunday the 1st, but. Otherwise, you could have some creative costuming going on there, for sure. If if we have to body clip my chestnut horse, you may go as the Great Pumpkin. So <laughs> that would be true. <laughs> yeah, and you've been you've been showing. I I've heard. Uh yeah, I did a little warm up show um over at Palm Beach uh, Equine, uh, which Wellington Classic Dressage put on, and uh we had a really good team test. I got my highest score ever of 76 and unfortunately the second day I ended up withdrawing it was just a little too hot out um and so we decided to regroup and go home but we've been having a lot of good training um 
and I'm looking forward to doing the CBDI and hopefully, I don't know if we'll quite be able to repeat that score, but I'm looking forward to hopefully getting some good scores and getting out there in front of those international judges. Great. Well, we'll get to our first guest right after this message from Mill Creek Spreaders. They've made the best even better. Mill Creek Manufacturing is now the first and only company to make stainless steel compact manure spreaders. What does that mean for you? A worry-free solution to your manure management for years to come. Often if a body on a spreader rusts, it's time for a new one. And we've had that happen. We certainly had some old spreaders that rusted out. Mill Creek stainless steel spreaders are guaranteed not to rust through for life. These are the only compact manure spreaders you'll find anywhere with a warranty like that. There's also a three-year warranty on the mechanics and structure. Put this together with Mill Creek's exclusive low-maintenance sealed bearings, and you've got a machine that you can count on to perform day in and day out with no headaches for you. The stainless steel option is available on six of Mill Creek's models, from the popular 27, suitable for up to four horses, to the Big Daddy 127 for over 20 horses. Two of the models can be ordered with either ground or PTO drive. Like all Mill Creek spreaders, stainless steel spreaders have the lowest sides in the industry for easy manure loading. You can't go wrong with any Mill Creek manure spreader, but the new stainless steel models are truly something special. You've never seen anything like them before. Mill Creek has been in business for almost 30 years, and they've continuously improved their designs with horse owners in mind. Horse owners like you and I, who appreciate the best quality, best engineered machines on the market. When you call Mill Creek, you'll reach them at their own factory in Pennsylvania. That's right, not in India, but in Pennsylvania, because they're all made in the USA. Give them a call today at 800-311-1323 or visit their website at millcreekspreaders.com. That's millcreekspreaders.com. Becca, how are you? It's Ellie. Hey, Ellie, how are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on tonight. Oh, no problem. Now, how are you enjoying being a full-time Florida resident now? I am loving it. It's uh, missing fall a little bit with the colorful leaves, but not going to miss the snow in Pennsylvania. Looking forward to having a nice warm winter. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, so now, uh, you and I are both uh, gearing up for a national championship down in Texas um, for para. And now tell me a little bit about your preparation for that. Um, it's been kind of a long-term preparation. We took Romani over to Europe uh, kind of earlier this year, did a couple CDIs over there. She handled that beautifully. Um, and now, since we've been down in Florida and I've been able to consistently be with her, um, we've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of traveling to different venues, going, getting her out and about. Um, same job, different sandbox is kind of our theory, and she's handling everything yep. beautifully, and I can't wait for the next two weeks. Great. Now, um, when I spoke to you last week, you said that um, you had Marlene Whitaker in town working on your freestyle. What have you changed with that? So we're using the same music. Um, we've changed the choreography slightly. It's slightly more technical, mm-hmm. but I think it flows a little bit better. And uh, we've uh-huh. also slightly changed the tempo of the music. So I'm kind of looking forward to debuting it and seeing what uh, everyone thinks. So, Rebecca, so you were over in Europe, you were saying, and tell us kind of how all that went for this entire summer and, and 
being over there. This has been an amazing summer. Um, I am amazingly blessed and supported by a wonderful group of people. Um, all of my owners and sponsors are fabulous and enabled me to get over to Europe, which I think is very valuable, especially with this horse. Um, just getting over there, seeing what the European competition is like, exposing her to that atmosphere. And I couldn't have been happier with her. Each kind of, we strategically picked our shows. We started out in France and we wanted to end in England. And um, each time she went out into the ring, she was just consistent and good. And she kept getting better each weekend that we went. Um, and I couldn't have been happier with her. And it ended super, super well in um, Hartbury, where we actually won the team test, which was such an amazing experience. It was really fun to hear our national anthem, which I hope I get to do again. I bet that was really exciting, especially overseas, to have that have that happen. It was very, it was very cool. I have uh, the last time I heard it was actually in 2003, and it's been a it's been a long 10 years coming, and I was very excited to hear it again, and hopefully we will hear it again, uh, not too far from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, you were over there with a few other um, U.S. riders. Tell us who those were. Oh, I had a fantastic, it was a fantastic trip with uh, Debbie and Annie. It, it was a great group of people to go out there and do, and they both performed beautifully. Um, and just, a, it was a great trip all around, just a ton of camaraderie. And, you know, we had fun doing our serious job of riding and competing, but it was great to be there, you know, with those, those girls. I couldn't have asked for a better support group. So, um, now you took Romani to WEG in France, and that was your last uh, really big team competition of there. Now, obviously, you've had um, some time since then um, to really work on some things, improving, and uh, given if you make the team this next time around, um, what are your have your goals changed at all um, for what you want to do with her? Goals are the same. Uh, we have a slightly different tactic on how we're going to get there, but, you know, the goal is always uh-huh. to represent our country to the best of our ability and hopefully stand on that podium. Now, this year we are required to do this, uh, to do our national championships in Texas and have the two CPEDIs in Florida to be considered for selection trials. Um, so we'll get more opportunities to compete in the United States as a group, um, how do you, and you've been in para a long time. How, how do you feel about this change and seeing the difference coming up? You know, I think the more kind of events and everything that we have available to paraquestrian riders, the better it is, especially when we have international judges coming over. The more, the more times that we can get in front of those international judges can really only benefit us. Um, we need that insight. We need that input. They see what the European riders are doing, and they can then we can then get a basis for where we need to go and what we need to do with our program. And I think that the fact that we do have more shows just shows that we are growing as a nation um, and as a discipline in this nation. And I think that's it's wonderful moves forward. Um, you know, we've had good press and we've had good efforts to create more funding with the Jonathan Wentz Memorial. All of those things, I think make the sport better. I think it's a it's a wonderful step forward. And you're headed, like Ellie was saying, to Texas very soon for the national championships and for the CPEDI. Is there any pressure on you being a six time national champion? 
<laughs> yes, I think there is some pressure there, but um, I think it's, you know, it's always just to go out and ride the horse that you have at that moment, do the best that you can. Would I love to, to see that title again? Yes, of course. Um, but we have some amazing young riders coming up and I wish them all the best as well. I think that we have, we have quite a few new pairs coming along and I'm really excited to see everyone go. And what do, what do you see from all those new riders coming up? Anything in particular that you're excited about? Just the fact that we have numbers, we have people backing horses. All of that is a huge growth. Um, from when I started in 1998, we, we really only had four riders. So the fact that we actually do now have many, many competitive pairs going into a national championship and into a selection trial, it's very exciting to see. And I think we have, you know, from being over in Europe and seeing what the pairs and the combinations were over there, I think we have some competitive pairs and I'm really excited for our future. I think this could be a really good year for us. Rebecca, you are campaigning with Romani around the country and, and around the world. Um, do you feel that it's a benefit to you that you just have the one horse to focus on um, versus having two? You know, that's a, that's a very interesting question because there are, there are pros and cons to both. Um, because when you only have one horse, all the eggs are in one basket, so to speak. And, um, you know, you are relying on each other as a pair. And if anything happens, then you're you're kind of out for that. At the same time, because of that, it gives you a heightened focus to be able to really work on that partnership, which takes a lot of effort and time. Um, do I think it's important that we have up-and-coming young horses? Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, for for each individual, I think it differs. I'm good with, you know, I'm very excited with where Romani is going and how we're moving forward, and we'll see what the future holds. And I've heard you, you're joining Ellie and I down here in Florida now. And uh, are you going to be here, you think, for a while? I know you're going to probably be here through the season. And do you plan on staying throughout the year? I am here. Yes, I made the official move. And uh, there's no one going back at this time. I'm now a Floridian. Uh, and I'm liking it. <laughs> My body is like, woohoo, warm. Yes. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And um, does it help you in any other way? Being, you know, being close to the horses and everything is just probably a little easier so you don't have to travel, huh? It is much easier. You know, being in the same geographical kind of location as my horse has been a huge benefit. Um, I have an amazing support system with Terry No Farm. They have been fabulous in kind of keeping Romani's program consistent and moving forward and everything going in the right direction. Um, and now that I'm able to be here on a daily basis, uh, I just feel like we'll go that much farther forward and I love working with Todd and Margaret it's been a wonderful wonderful experience and I'm excited to see what this year brings and uh you have you've been working with Todd for a while and I know we're going to have him on next as our radio on the radio show but tell us what you've kind of felt from him over the last year now that you've um, had so much time working with him um, Todd and I have known each other over, and, and I've worked with him on and off over the years. Um, he and Missy have been friends, and it was just kind of a, a really good transition for me to come ride with him. Um, and what I particularly enjoy riding and training with Todd is he's got such a good dynamic and philosophy when it comes to the horses, and he's very open-minded with riding um, and coaching a para rider. And I find that with him, um, 
he's, he's got the high-level dressage and the able-bodied competitiveness, but he also is able to then adapt certain cues and aids that I need with my horse that um, I found very, you know, very effective in this last year. And it's been a fun progression to watch kind of from the beginning this year to where we are now. Um, and I'm really looking forward to working with him for the next year. And things have been going really well. All right. Um, well, we'll look forward to, I know I'll look forward to heading down to Texas with you. It'll be really fun. And uh, thank you so much for talking with us. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you guys so much for having me on. This tip was brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The saddle fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. Hi, Todd. Thanks for joining um, Ellie and I tonight on the radio show. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's always a pleasure. So how has your summer been? Actually, it's been a great summer. Actually, got a lot accomplished, um, especially with Becca. We had a, a wonderful European trip. Um, my own my own horses are. We I had a few issues in the past year of some injuries, and we seem to be all patched up. And uh, hope wishing for a, a successful season this year in Florida. And uh, but I was I, I was very delighted with um, our trip to Europe with Becca. Uh, she really it was an outstanding trip for her. It's very very good trip. Both all all three of us we had a good time. I know in Harpery she ended up winning, and um, got, we got to hear the national anthem. And um, what was it like for for you to be there um, with her to experience that? It was an honor, you know. It, it was actually the only, by the way, it was the only time the anthem, American, any other anthem besides the the, the British anthem, uh, uh, was played uh, throughout the whole weekend. Not just the para riders, but the the able rider by the riders, and um, so it was really a big honor. And for her to have uh, to have done so so well, uh, but but besides that, not just even the pair, I really thought that she was really that one competition, especially the pair, the standards of the riding was another league. It was like for me, for me, it was what it should really should all competitions should be like. Um, they really know how to really put on a competition and the competitors, the horses, the quality of horses, everything. Absolutely. We know a uh, European, it's, uh, it's much like the American riders going over to Europe and able-bodied and 
us going over there, it's um, it's a whole other level of competition, and it's so great to see somebody do so well. Um, now, I know you're coaching Becca at such a high level, but have you ever had an opportunity to work with any other para riders or riders with other physical disabilities? Um, the, but I have not had any other para riders. Not, not had the chance. And so you said you know um, Becca was saying you knew uh, you knew her through Missy. And so how was the when you took on the transition um, full time? What was the did you make any adjustments to your teaching besides obviously having to work on the horse a little bit more than usual you would with a usual client? Um, you, you you know a little bit. Um, when when you have a change in instruction, a little bit different uh-huh. style. Uh, I mean, I learned from Missy's mother. Uh, she's my yep. she is my I'm her protege or, or that. But we are we are still very different. Uh, in, you know, in, in, in our style, but the basic principles and concepts are very much the same. Um, mm-hmm. But whenever you change uh, trainers and uh, or horses or whatever, there's always a time that is. You have to develop trust, um, in try, especially competition when you're nervous. You know, to, to get yep. to know Becca and what what makes her nervous when they are nervous, and those things mm-hmm. is there's always a time. But Becca, Becca yep. is extremely bright um, and extremely mm-hmm. talented. Actually, really, each competition we got better as a team. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I do believe that uh, the first few shows. Um, there, at least in Europe, I think that there the competition standards weren't as good. It's like Harper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harper was the standards were good, and they were judging her as a dressage rider and a dressage horse, not where absolutely thought that there was a little difference in, in, in judging the very first competition in France. So. Mm-hmm. Well, um, that's the really nice thing about Europe is being able to take advantage of those really experienced judging panels that uh that we get over there um cause, you know even if you do a national show here you might get some great judges but they might be uh be unfamiliar with the higher level the higher standards of para for sure and so yeah. um it can be a bit of an education for everybody um absolutely so now so now when you're uh when you're heading into national championships um and you're working on things and focusing on, you know, peaking at that moment. Um, what are kind of the little goals that you have for those tests? Obviously, other than the score, well, and do all that. You know, all I want to do is keep up the standard that we've already had. Because, uh-huh. because you know, for her to come down the center line and do over and over the same tests that she did, that they start to trust you more and the scores even go higher. You know, mm-hmm. really, it, her last competition was such a highlight that it just going in there and doing the exact same ride over and over again. You know, our our mm-hmm. real goal is is Rio, so um, absolutely yep. want to do every competition is is a, is important. But uh, mm-hmm. I really, I want to see her just go in again, and and we have to do a little bit. We're going to do a little schooling show, a test ride next week before we go. Um, it's coming up a little bit soon, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, because Becca also had to, Becca was, the horse was with me and Becca was up of having to work and, and do things. So she was a period of time that she didn't get to ride her the mare every day. And 
and Becca is very good when she glides every day. She, she, she's a worker, so she needs hands-on. So there's a little bit of a uh, definite little difficulty there. But she, I mean, it took her two days and she was back with the horse. It's great. It's fabulous. The relationship is so good. Um, and Becca and I have a great relationship, so it really, it, it really works out that way. But it's good. What are your plans with training, Rebecca, um, prior to the national championships? For example, you're going to this next schooling show. Um, will you just practice like you're going to be showing at the national championships, or, or what will you be doing? Will you be kind of teaching things? Or? Yeah, because we, we she hasn't shown since since Europe. Um, and even though it's not been that long ago, it, it's, the more you're in the arena, the better you are because it has to be like second nature and the riding like you ride at home. And, uh, and there's always, when you go to a big competition, there's a little bit of more nerves and things, so that sometimes it doesn't work out that way. So we do a little test ride and, and test it out because, you know, you ride day to day, you ride at home and you think you're fabulous. <laughs> you go to the horse show and you have a little other, other circumstances that come about and that is not under your control. So, that's what we want to take her off the property, make sure she's, and she's got a wonderful nature and everything, but um, we, we want to do the best that we can have the best ride in the national championship. And you've been with the paradressage world now for, for a while, and uh, you've been working with some of the other coaches. What is your, um, how do you feel about everything? Well, I think it's a wonderful program. I think that it's, the nice thing is, is that, well, at least in Europe, I thought that even though we, really, we did have one team competition, but it was such a, a team-oriented uh, bond there uh, between the, the, the trainers and the, and the riders and the mothers. and um, I, it's, it's a wonderful experience. And uh, what are your own goals for the upcoming, upcoming season? I know... Um, You've got some some really nice horses, and uh, I know um, I'm working in Florida too. And I work with Shelly um, Shelly Francis. It's really nice to have um, kind of a high performance rider when you have that relationship guide you. Because in Para, we're looking for the exact same frame and and everything else, and we want that high standard. Um, and so it'll be nice to see you back in the competition ring again. Um, what do you have going on with your horses? I have. Um Three very nice horses, um, actually four, uh, but uh, I'm going to plan on showing three this 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 season. Uh, one especially that is uh, was is a very special horse that will do Christine George I won. Uh, mm-hmm. He is. I will start out with the national shows in December and then hopefully do some some FBI, CBI shows competitions. Uh, international competitions at the end of the season, and then hopefully he'll do the Grand Prix by next summer. He uh, he was the one one had a little, an incident when he was after his purchase. Uh, he arrived in Florida. He had an, he had fallen and broken his ribs. So he oh, had wow. quite a long time. Yeah, he had quite a long time uh, recovery. So he a little was a little bit behind, but he is going fabulous now. And I I hope that I can continue. I hope that I can bring that to the arena, and I will. <laughs> he's a great horse. And then uh, we have a young horse that will be like fourth level. And then by the season, by the summer, we'll see George I won. Uh, and he's, he's, he's a, he's a smaller horse, but he is, he got a big personality and big movement. 
Uh, and that's fun. So I will, and I have many students actually. I didn't stop. The season didn't stop for me. I have um, oh. you know, my seasons <laughs> did all summer was pretty much about the same. I one or two people left, and one or two people came. So it was and and full force all summer and winter. So I'm looking forward to the season, and I'm dying to get back in the ring. <laughs> oh, I know that time off always makes you so itchy. Um, so, yeah, it will be really exciting to see those horses coming forward. Um, with your training philosophy, um, what are your primary goals with the horses? Um, what do you like to see going into the ring? Well, I tell you, at least with me, I like to see the horse doing more work than the rider. Uh-huh. And um, and I believe that invisible aids uh, come from, from uh, training. And um, the, I, I, I like to see, of course, sometimes in the ring, there's this moment that we have to use a little bit more of our, our strength and our body. But in general, I, I teach that you, know, you want to, to teach aids and buttons, things that horses learn to anticipate and, 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 and develop so that they become uh, light, light with light aids. Um, and I don't like to see people overriding and, and I, I want to see the horse feeling like they can continue on forever doing the exact same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So I might sometimes it takes a little bit longer to develop a horse with the top of muscling and, and less less aids that that are required, but I mean not, not required but aids with it but I sometimes it takes longer to develop that. You think you can actually physically force a horse to do certain things, uh, and especially with the talented horse, they were more very willing to do it. But some can't not do it. But I think that uh, dressage means training in French, and it is it, something that needs to be developed. So I like for me, I don't seem to care to go into competition with you know, without something that I really am proud to show. So. I'd rather wait a little bit longer and not stay outside the arena and train at home until I have something, a, a relationship developed or a horse developed. Um, because many horses can be forced to do something uh, because they're kind heart and they're, 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 they're a talented rider and they're physically, uh, physically capable. Um, but I believe in training. Very interesting. Now, we look forward to seeing you coming up in Texas at the national championships with Rebecca and coming up in this um, fall um, here down in Florida. And uh, we thank you for coming on the show tonight. That was a great show. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Mill Creek Spreaders and Total Saddle Fit. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Just search for Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. And you can learn more about the United States Para Equestrian Association at USPEA.org and on Facebook. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. 